Welcome to Wisdom Keys for Your Success, the podcast that will share the keys for you to achieve success, discover your purpose, fulfill your dreams, and most importantly, show how unique and special that you are. And now, here is your host, Kent Wise. And welcome to Wisdom Keys for Your Success. Hey, this is Kent Wise. Hey, just want to thank you for being a part of our community and a part of what I truly believe that we have been assigned to do, which is to share wisdom keys for your success. For you have been designed to have success on this planet. You are no accident. You are no joke. You know, God, when he created you, he created you for greatness and for success and for a great destiny and a purpose to touch lives of others. You may not have the famous name like other people, but man, you've been put here just to touch lives, even if it's just a few lives. And so today we want to talk about a topic that a lot of people talk about, but I want to give it a different twist. And that's the topic of faith, F-A-I-T-H. And the title of this uh, three-part series is The Keys to Living in Dynamic Faith. The Keys to Living in Dynamic Faith. And it's impossible for you to live that way. Why, you know what, I've had to do this all of my life. You see, when I was in the third grade, I remember the teachers coming to my parents, uh, specifically to my mom and saying, hey, your son is not going to do well at school. At that time, I had a very, very terrible speech impediment and I stuttered real bad. I was a slow learner and I got bullied and picked on by a lot of people, by a lot of kids. And I was just shy and introverted. And so... And that really just hit me a lot when the kids picked on me, teased me. And and then to hear the teacher saying, your son is not going to do well. And they put me in a section of slow learners. But something radiated and resonated on the inside of me as a kid. Probably six months later from that time, I'm probably going into the fourth grade. Did I just hear something about faith and believing in God and believing in yourself? And boy, that just really just hit like someone just sounded off an alarm in me. And I just started believing in myself, believing in God. And faith arose in me. Now, it didn't happen right away. But by the time I was in middle school, I started improving. By the time I was in high school, I played sports. Uh, I graduated in the top 10% of my class. And I went on to college. I graduated from college and worked in corporate America for 20 years plus. And now I'm the owner of, of two businesses. And also of uh, Kent Wise Ministry, and I'm also a motivational, inspira- uh, inspirational speaker uh, called to, us, uh, to inspire others to achieve their purpose and their destiny in this life. But it was all predicated by having faith in God and God's word and in believing in myself. Don't forget about yourself as well. You are important. You have something to do with this. It's God. Yeah. But then you have a part to play in this as well. So in this first part, and the keys to living in dynamic faith, I want to give you four simple keys that have really touched my lives. And not just my life, but not just my life, but probably thousands, maybe millions of others who have captured these keys. These statements, this is four statements on faith, that if you believe these and give yourself time to let these things come into maturation in your life, they work. So the first key is that God's word is the final authority. God's word is the final authority. You must really believe that, that whatever God said, this is what I believe. 
this is it. I'm going to put, I'm going to rest my coat right here, so to speak. I'm going to lean my ladder on this side here because I truly believe that this is the final authority, that there's an intelligent creator who created me, who designed me, and he also put a, a love letter together, which is called the Bible, and he expresses love and concern for me, and he gave me a direction and a guide and a roadmap on how to live. So that first key is that that word is the final authority. It says your word is settled forever in heaven. That's Psalm 119.89. So that word is settled. So it's there. I believe there's another scripture in Isaiah that says that his word will not come back unto him void. So it is wise for me that if I'm in a situation in life that I don't like, and man, you can be in one, you know that. You know, I'm always, you know, you go from success to success, but then also you go from trouble to trouble and challenges from challenges. And whenever I come across those challenges, and I'll be very, very honest with you and transparent. You know, I have those challenges quite a bit. But what I do is that I find out what did God's word say? What did the manual say? I like to look at it this way. That this Bible is my roadmap, and it's the manufacturer's. Uh, what would you say when you have in your gl- a glove compartment in your car? You have a, a, a book, a, a, a book about your automobile, and uh, you know you read up on that book. You can read up on it, and it'll tell you all about your uh, automobile. It's the manual. It's the manual of your automobile. So if you have a Mercedes, if you have a, a, a Kia, if you have whatever car it is, a Lincoln. There's a manual in that glove compartment, and they put that there for you to read. It's not just there for show, but it's going to kind of design and show you about your automobile and tell you about your car and how it operates and what you should do if something is going wrong with it. And it has all of those good things in there. And, man, you know, you read that, and and that tells you how that car is to operate. Well, I believe... The word of God tells you how to operate as well. It's the final authority. So when you find out when you're having a problem, for example, in your health, a health challenge, you know, you find out what it is say about health. It promises healing. If you're having a financial challenge, it promises blessings for you. You have to find those. Now, seek and you shall find, but it promises those things for you. If you have a relationship problem, it's telling you, well, if you love and forgive, you know, your relationships will be, will be better. And so it gives you all of those uh, keys into, no matter, into the situations in life. And it's to find the authority over everything. So that's number one key, the key statement of faith. Because uh, people sometimes think faith is this great big thing. But faith is just simply believing and acting on the word of God. Believing and acting on the word of God and having confidence in yourself. That's all faith is. That's all it is. And so key statement of faith, number one, is God's word is the final authority. Number two, faith is personal. I really believe this is personal. I've learned this. It took me a while to realize this. And whenever you're in a motivation, inspiration, ministry, and you want to help other people, you really want to help them badly. Sometimes you want it more for them than they want it for themselves. But I'm, I'm out and about quite a bit. And sometimes I come across people who ask for help, ask for money. 
And if I have the money, I'll give it to them. But I will always tell them, hey, they're hiring at such and such place. They're doing this. Hey, let me give you something to help you read and give you a word of encouragement. Because I want to see that person do well. But sometimes that person don't want to do well maybe at this time. You may know family members, friends, maybe even a, a child. That you want to see them do well, but it's personal. They're going to have to want that. So I've fallen into that trap many times of wanting things for other people and wanting it, want them to succeed. But it's personal. Now, here's the caveat with this. I must still inspire and encourage and share knowledge that has been given to me. But ultimately, I'm only responsible for myself. For I believe God calls us all one-on-one when we stand before him to give an account of our lives to him. So it's personal. Faith is personal. It's not others, but for me. Now, I pray for others. I share information with others. I've been blessed to speak to thousands and thousands of people, maybe close to a million people just during the past through my podcast, radio shows. That I used to have a weekly radio show. I've been on national television. And I'm the author of a couple of books, but that's not the point. The point is that God has used me, the stuttering, <laughs> slow learner, from the inner city to inspire thousands and maybe millions. But it's up to them. I can pray for them, but if they don't want it, I can't force that on someone else. So I I can pray for others in in ministry, but they're they're going to want to have to be healed. They're going to want to have to be successful. It's like the old adage, the person said, pray that this man, this particular man will become my husband. I said, well, I don't know if I can pray that for you because he has a say-so in it, too. <laughs> you know, he may have his eye on this woman over here, so he, I can't claim him for you because he has, a eye, he has a say-so in that because it's personal. I can't uh, supersede my will on anyone. However, and this is a big however, when it comes to myself, when it comes to you individually, you can win. I prayed for thousands. Everyone's not healed. Everyone didn't succeed. I've spoken to crowds of of a lot of people. Everyone didn't receive the message of motivation, inspiration, and spiritual enrichment. But I can truly say a few people have received. Many have received, I should say. Not just a few, but many have received because it was their personal choice. Faith is personal. That's the second key statement. I can pray for others. We can agree. Now, we're in agreement. Things can happen. But ultimately, I'm not responsible. They're responsible. Everybody has their own choice. They have their own volition to choose what they want. And that's something to remember because you can want things so bad for someone else, but they're going to have to want that. But here's the good news. When it comes to you, you can win 100% of the time. When it comes to me, I'm healed all the time. When it comes to me, I prosper. My family, we do well because faith is personal. Man, you can want it for someone else, but it's personal. I believe there's another scripture that says we, we all must come before him one-on-one. So that's a personal thing. So I, I, I'm responsible for me how, how I treat you. If you don't treat me right, I'm not responsible for that. If I say hello to you and you don't say hello back, that's not on me. That's on you. I'm responsible for saying hello. So faith is personal. You may not believe that a certain thing, but I do. I believe in living out your purpose in this life. I believe in being a Christian. I believe 
and having faith. I believe in having success in your life and being prosperous and enjoying life and having fun in life despite all of the obstacles and challenges. But that's what I believe. It's personal. Number three, you know, faith, you know, we were talking about this and do not tolerate what you do not want. That's, that's the fourth statement. Don't tolerate what you don't want. Sometimes some things, I remember my life changed in my early 20s when I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. When I was living out of my automobile, when I was reaching into my pocket and pulling out lint. And when I lived in a, uh, before I moved, I was homeless for a while living in an automobile. Then I lived into a house where I was just full of cockroaches and just a bad neighborhood. And at a certain point, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired of this. I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. Let me get my resume out. I'm a college graduate. Let me get moving. Let me get going. I'm not tolerating this anymore. I'm not tolerating what's going on in my life. And my friend, the moment I made that decision, things started to change. So I want to encourage you in this third key statement of faith. Do not tolerate what you do not want. Don't tolerate lack. Don't tolerate sickness. Don't tolerate depression. Don't, don't tolerate low self-esteem. Don't tolerate these things. Move into faith to get out of those situations. Move into faith to be healed, to feel better physically, emotionally, psychologically, to have better finances, to, to better equip yourself to have a better job, to do better in your business, to do better in your relationships, to have fruitful relationships. Do not tolerate being alone. And there's a scripture that says that the four lepers in 2 Kings chapter 7, you can read that on your own time. They, they were lepers and their things were not going well for their lives. They just said, you know what, it's time for me to go into the city and see what we can get. What do we have to lose? They didn't tolerate it anymore. I know my personal life, but I don't tolerate something. I was at the gym. I work out five days a week. I try my best to stay in shape, work out and do what I can. And I still live pretty heavy. <laughs> and so I was there and I remember I did something. And the next day I was feeling a pain in my shoulder. And I said, you know what? And I'm going to take a day off. I'm not going to tolerate this pain. I got too much workout to do. <laughs> I, I need to go in the next couple of days. And so I took uh, did what I needed to do physically and prayed, but a couple of days later, I didn't feel the pain anymore because I'm not going to tolerate that. And when I come across challenges, which are many, I don't tolerate them. I do what I need to have to do, and I move in faith. I want you to be encouraged today. Move in faith. Do not tolerate that. Don't tolerate sickness. Do not tolerate low self-esteem. Do not tolerate defeat. Do not tolerate depression. Do not tolerate illness. Do not tolerate lack. Poverty. Do not tolerate bad relationships in your life. Do not tolerate not having peace or joy. Tolerate what you want are the things that make you happy in life. And they're more than just material things. They're health. Your health is your greatest wealth. There's spiritual enrichment in your life. Believing in God, believing in Jesus Christ. Those things that give you total peace. Having good relationships, being able to smile. See, you're not going to tolerate those other things. Number four and final, faith is in the now. Believe it and receive it. I just want to end with the one scripture that Jesus, he speaks to a fig tree. I believe it's in Mark chapter 11. He comes across a fig tree and he said, no man eat fruit of you hereafter forever. And the, the disciples heard it. 
Now, Jesus went about his business. He went into Jerusalem and did some things. He came back the next day and the fig tree was withered. And then Peter, bringing it to his remembrance, said, Master, the fig tree which you cursed is withered away. Now, you know, he really didn't say it like that. He probably said, Master, whoa, the fig tree which you cursed, man, that thing is gone. What did you do? Jesus said, cool out, man, relax. For I say unto you that if you have faith, you can speak unto this mountain and it'll hear you. Then he goes on to say that if you believe that you receive it before you have it. So believe it before you receive, because faith is now. Now you have it now. It's, you believe it now, but it's going to happen later. See, that book dealers, you believe that you're going to happen, but it's going to happen. You believe that you have it, but it's coming later to fruition. But believe that you have it. That financial breakthrough, believe that you have it now. That healing, believe it because God's word said it. That may take time for it to come into fruition, but you're not going to doubt. You're going to believe because faith is in the now, because God is a now faith. He is the great I am that I am. So, friends, I want to encourage you today on this keys to living in dynamic faith. The four keys. God's word is the final authority. Number two, faith is personal. Three, do not tolerate what you do not want. And finally, four, faith is in the now. Believe it and receive it and start thanking him for it. And you're going to see that it's going to happen for you in your life. Hey, I believe in you. Have a powerful, powerful rest of the day. Be strong. In your in faith and confidence in yourself. Be strong in believing in God and be, be strong in believing that you are here for a divine purpose and you are here on this divine assignment. And there's greatness that lies within you. We'll talk with you later. We'll see you on part two on the keys to living in dynamic faith. Thank you for listening to Wisdom Keys for Your Success. Please download and share this episode with your networks. We would also appreciate your support with a review. Connect with Kent Wise on social media and through his website, kentwise.com. And remember, you are unique and special.